one of the main objectives of uh, our project is to inspire people to activate people to bring them the awareness i really wish to inspire people because we are not not arrogant in this thing that we can change the world and save all and save everything but we want to be like an example for people that even if you're small even if you don't have much money you can do good things for nature and for the future generations and for animals for the wilderness this is the main value we should understand and accept and with a good will i think there might be magical big things happening your positive positive, positive. Imprint. 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 imprint stories are everywhere people and their positive action inspire positive achievements your pi could mean the world to you Get ready for your positive imprint. Hello, this is Catherine, your host of the podcast, Your Positive Imprint, the variety show featuring people all over the world whose positive actions are inspiring positive achievements. Exceptional people rise to the challenge. Music by the talented Chris Knoll. Check out his music and learn more about his awesome background, Chris Knoll. Dot com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Your Positive Imprint. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Check out my YouTube channel, Your Positive Imprint, and my website, YourPositiveImprint.com, where, of course, you can sign up for newsletter updates, learn more about the podcast, and even go shopping. I have designed an eco-tote bag regarding today's show, Justice for Nature. Free shipping worldwide through October 5th. I can certainly use your support. Go to yourpositiveimprint.com. Your Positive Imprint. What's your PI? The declining state of affairs for our environment worldwide means that we need to come together, work together with other people and other governments. We cannot turn back time but we can move forward with conservation and preservation. My guest uses the word rewild to sometimes describe her initiative and that of Justice for Nature, Forest for Children. Elena Bendova is from Czech Republic, which is where Justice for Nature is rooted. Their vision seeks a balance between human civilization and nature through active preservation of the environment and animals. Elena Bendova shares her positive imprints and the organization's international vision, which opens the door to the wide public to take responsibility and also an active role in saving nature and animal species on the planet Earth. Hello, Elena, back there in Czech Republic. And we're back here with part two with Elena Bendova of Justice for Nature. Last week, we talked about Indonesia and the Blue Green Project, and the work that Justice for Nature, Forest for Children, is doing. Welcome again. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm really happy to have this opportunity to talk more and spread the awareness about our new project in Costa Rica. It's just exciting and amazing thing. The idea of Costa Rica started in 2019 when a founder of Forest for Children organization and a little group of representatives from Czech Republic and Czech Rangers 
they went to World Congress of International Ranger Federation in Nepal. It was a huge uh, thing for us because we, we do the job of, and we admire the job of rangers and we were accepted in this uh, world community and we had a chance or my colleagues had a chance there to present our activities and projects and this opened us the, this door to costa rica and into much more countries because all or, or people or rangers there were really excited about what we do and what our knowledge and skills and possibilities are. One of the contacts there was uh, Leonel Alonso Delgado Pereira, who is a Costa Rican ranger, and he's actually a director of uh, the Association of Rangers for uh, Middle America, for Latin America. And they got a couple of beers. He suggested them to come to Costa Rica and do this monitoring project Eye of Jaguar <laughs> and it's this project we have it's called the Eye of the Earth which is a big worldwide monitoring program we have it started with Sumatra Eye of Tiger program now we're running Eye of Bear in Slovakia our neighbor country and in several more countries we did filming in Uganda or Eye of Rhino program in Uganda. And now we're waiting to start the program Eye of Gorilla in Democratic Republic of Congo. We provide field cameras, these photo traps to rangers and national parks. And uh, it's support for them, material support, so they can do their job better. And they provide us the, the footage, the, the data for creating a big educational program for children worldwide. This uh, program is going to be called Ethics of the Earth and should be finished and presented on next or other International Ranger Federation Congress in Azor Islands in 2026. So that's why I, we are collecting all this data and beautiful footage. And one of these projects, one program is Eye of Jaguar in Costa Rica. The question was uh, money, of course, for this expedition and for starting the monitoring program. And luckily we have this one man, extraordinary man, a simple older guy from Czech Republic who's in business with, um, with stocks, market stocks and some realities. And this guy saw us once on TV, I don't know, a year or more ago, two years maybe. This mental change happened and he decided, he realized he has enough and he wants to do some good change in the world. He, he contacted us and donated us 40 hectares of a reserve on Sumatra. And after that, a huge, amazing act of, of uh, kindness. We went with him for a dinner just to thank him and tell him what's going on and everything. And we mentioned that we are planning to start monitoring in uh, Costa Rica. And if there's possibility that he has some friends to, to ask for some additional money for this project. And he asked, how much do you need? Let's say 500,000 Czech crowns. We don't need to tell anyone, I will, I will give you those money. 
Wow. So we were, what? You know, it was just, <laughs> we were excited. So we got this money for the start of this monitoring. So we bought all the equipment, camera and field cameras, all the cards and boxes for these cameras and even a new underwater camera for filming because uh, Milan, the founder, he's a diver, amazing diver, very experienced. So I was lucky to be one of the team. And we went to Costa Rica in January, 2021. We started this monitoring program with help of this Lionel who opened us the door to national parks, the most beautiful national park, Corcovado and Guanacaste in the north of the country. So that's why we got to Costa Rica. We were excited about the beauties of and the biodiversity of uh, the Costa Rican forest and marine life. We saw whales, you know, and dolphins and turtles and all those beautiful creatures. Unfortunately, I'm not a diver, so they saw all of it. And I was just picking trash on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to do. Yeah, this, it's my favorite uh, activity, my hobby, actually. So I was happy to... <laughs> But anyway, we were just looking on all this and we were super excited about the situation in Costa Rica with the politics of environmental protection and environmental politics. Being that it's so, much more positive down there, the politics of the environment, they are working towards sustainability. Yes, in 80s or early 90s, they have elected some enlightened politicians who started this way of education and protecting and starting the, this initiative for creating national parks and private reserves. And these days, it's a quarter of all Costa Rica, it's a protected area or national park. So imagine that, of course, it's a small country. They say 26% of the country is just forest and protected areas, so which is just amazing. And I know that Costa Rica, yeah. one of the things that they're very proud of, and they should be, is that their literacy rate is very high. So education is very important to mm -hmm. not just the people, but to the government. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they brought this, this value of nature in the environmental education or in education in general. So even the, the economy transformed in sake of the natural protection, there is a lot of ecotouristic like companies and places and all those resorts and bungalows and people are just having uh, this profit from tourists, which is good because they, they put it back into nature protection partly, but in, in education as well. So there is this value of nature protection based on in, from school. Of course, it's not uh, it's not uh, perfect, as uh, nowhere in the world is it's perfect. The, nat the nature protection there is facing uh, so many problems too. It's uh, they were really happy to have have us there, and the fact that we can help somehow. We brought sixty uh, cameras. And we gave them for, for use of uh, rangers in those two national parks I mentioned, the Corcovado and Guanacaste and Santa Rosa National Park. 
What was the outcome you wanted? What were your goals with Eye of the Jaguar monitoring program? Well, we only started this program and it's running. Our goal was to see a Jaguar, which actually happened. And um, we wanted to bring the material, start the program. And the goal for rangers, like in, in Indonesia, it's a prevention of illegal activities, monitoring of animals. You're not monitoring yeah. the animal just for data. You're monitoring the animal for preservation. Yeah, too, as well. These big cats are moving around and migrating through the big areas and even across the the countries so i don't think that even not even scientists know the right or exact uh, amounts a number of, of jaguars we don't know how many jaguars or animals uh, we we are losing you know this is hard even when in costa rica it's uh, prohibited all hunting or killing animals we have legal hunting here in europe or in Czech Republic, Costa Rica, through this evolving, they quit with all the killing, with the zoos, circuses, and all the things using animals. There's no such thing like a legal hunting game in this country. So all killings is illegal. Poachers are after jaguars too, of course. And it is because of this traditional Chinese medicine. We oh, were no. speaking in a case of tigers. So they are going after jaguars too, which is yeah, crazy. Which is really too bad because we're losing the jaguars, we're losing the pangolin, we're losing all sorts mm -hmm. of animals to medicinal practices. And I understand culture, but times are different now. Mm -hmm. And so... yeah. That's a, this is, a whole different topic, right? Yeah. So what feedback are you receiving from the Costa Rican rangers? Well, the feedback for cooperation is great. And we have some first data of, of and some first footage of animals like tapirs or jaguars and, or pumas. And this is great because we provided those cameras to scientists there in Costa Rican University, scientists from Costa Rican University who are running scientific work in, in those national parks. So it's a multi-cooperation of those institutions. And I'm really happy. It's, uh, again, it's worldwide. We need to cooperate across the professions. One of the aims or use, uses of the, the cameras, it's not only to gain pictures of animals in, in the wild or catching some illegal activities or, or people there, but as well it's for research for some uh, strategies for conservation, which is great. And if only jaguars and other animals would stay put in the safe areas and not travel out. But of course, animals are wanderers. And so they move about. Yeah. So they go across government borders, political borders. Yeah. And unfortunately, we lose a lot of animals not just mm. that way, because obviously even Costa Rica is unfortunately seeing poaching within their country. We saw 
unexpected openness to, of people. They were open to all the kind of corporations. They were super happy. And we have this comparison with Indonesia and Costa Rica. It's like total opposite. Um, that could be changed. And that's something that is uh, not beyond our control because we can. It just takes more than just one organization. Mm -hmm, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. And from all of this came up this idea to start the projects there. <laughs> That's Thanks. Great. So now it's called yeah. Bosque. Bosque para los niños. Forest for children. Yes. This this name Justice for Nature is uh, it's like a umbrella name for all the projects because it's uh, it's like the main idea and we are as we are driving more to the world we want to transform a little bit more so we are presenting this idea this justice for nature so we started this and uh, again we brought there this uh, green life blue life idea uh -huh. like a kind, kind of a copy paste okay. and thanks to our great extraordinary person karel we had this opportunity to start there again and he donate us nice uh, sum of money for start for buying the first land so he's a savior of so many forests now <laughs> <laughs> we we had this amazing luck for and thanks to leonel who's uh, really the gate opener and door opener there he knew about a guy who worked all his life for conservation and nature protection and he owned this area this land it's uh, 95 hectares and we met with him and he decided to sell us this property for really non-regular price so we have our new costa rican green life reserve which is 95 hectares with some basic camp they were building some new house with rooms for volunteers and for scientists as well because this reserve will be open to science and children we want to take kids and children into the reserve into the forest and even on the sea to learn and to have this experience from nature because this is what's the most important thing i think the direct experience so then people can understand this is the story of green life reserve which was just born <laughs> <laughs> with your ecotourism and the people that are going to go visit there's going to be a larger percentage of exposure over in costa rica i think because it's a country that's more easily accessible to tourists, there are people around the world who really want to get involved and they want to do it on site. A lot of people don't want to just take out their wallets and, and give a donation. They want to be on site. So how can they help you in Costa Rica or in Indonesia? Well, uh, good thing is that we are open for volunteers from wherever, not only Czech volunteers. So people can visit us, they can have this uh, experience by themselves. The programs fully should be in November this year. So the process to apply for volunteering is going to be through email. 
there's going to be some email address on our website. Okay. And November is not that far away. So if people want mm -hmm. to volunteer, they need to start looking at their schedules and what time they can provide. Even for them, they might be able to provide a long period of helping Justice for Nature. So they can go to justicefornature.org and contact Elena Bendova. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are people that listen to the show that do look for uh, places where they can activate mm -hmm. their positive imprints. So through our organization, we want to coordinate and maybe help to get more volunteers for rangers and national parks too, because they need, they really need the help. We got together with uh, another NGO. It's called For the Oceans Foundation. It's a Costa Rican NGO. Director, Mr. Jorge Serendero, the name of our Blue Life project is going to be Ambassadors for the Oceans. And the, the aim is to have expedition boat. And uh, for this, uh, and this boat should be like a floating school for children, place for marine biologists and divers and help for rangers as well. For media, we want to create a floating media office for, for broadcasting live from the ocean to, to show people what's happening there. And the main area where we want to operate, it's between Osa Peninsula, which is Costa Rican peninsula, where is Corcovado. Cocos Island, uh, which is a uh, top locality for marine biodiversity and for divers. But it's really super expensive to get there because it's so rare. It's a huge and extraordinary, amazing marine biodiversity. There are whales, humpback whales, all kinds of turtles, whales, dolphins, tunas, everything you can even imagine. It's there, it, it's in this area. But the trouble is, it's not under protection of any state. It, it's, not, it's not territorial waters. So it's open sea. And again, there is this problem of massive illegal fishing and overfishing by all the boats. Again, mostly Chinese ships are get, getting their and then overfish all the area and it's a it's a true danger so one of our our goals is to be there bring through this live broadcast people the information and pictures of what's going on there it's like a prevention and protection of, of the area and the marine life and the bigger aim or the bigger goal biggest goal is to put it under protection of uh, United Nations or wherever. I think the United Nations, they got it on somewhere on a table, but for some, I don't know, for some reasons, it's just not happening, but we, and we want to push it. We just signed this uh, agreement on cooperation with the partner organization and now newly this for the oceans foundation signed, um, Memorandum on cooperation with Ministry of en Environment 
in, okay. in Costa Rica. It's moving slowly and we need to start first, which uh, we hope uh, will be at the beginning of next year, January. But we will see. It depends on uh, money, on a condition of a boat. I won't be the person uh, talking to United Nations. <laughs> so my role is to um, speak for Czech organization mostly for our programs present our programs but this lobbying activity it's not gonna be my task <laughs> we'll keep our fingers crossed for the future of the protection of that area because it certainly sounds like it obviously will be needed unfortunately mm -hmm. but justice for nature forest for children definitely does so much for our global society Yes, we will be looking for specialized volunteers there for divers, marine uh, photographers and people with all those skills and of course for uh, maintaining the boat and all these things. So all oh, these services okay. and activities. So there's going to be a possibility to join us as a volunteer for this marine program too. Okay. But there will be a little bit different conditions for it because it's way more serious than just have a walk in the forest. Well, Elena, thank you so much again for sharing your positive imprint and everything that you are doing for Justice for Nature, Forest for Children. And people can find you at justicefornature.org. And also I have my eco tote bags at my store, yourpositiveimprint.com, which actually as justice for nature and your name and the episode. It's a way for people to journey with you by carrying the bag around with justice for nature. We truly wish companies, organizations, institutions to get in touch with us and cooperate. And as I mentioned in the last week episode, uh, we are really creative. We can use any help of time, of services, of materials, of skills. It's just about the goodwill to do something, to help, to join. And we are community. Justice for Nature is a community. So we are open to any ethical beings and ethically thinking people. I want to ask them to join us and go and start this green and blue life amazing journey with us because it is hard, but it's just magic. Elena, you've been working over in Indonesia with the Sumatran forest, and now you're over in Costa Rica. And of course, you have your Czech forests. So can you kind of help listeners get a visual of what these forests are like? Well, people are asking me about the difference, if there is any difference between uh, Costa Rican rainforest and uh, Sumatran rainforest. There is some, <laughs> but uh, it depends on the area, on the place, because, for example, this Corcovado National Park, this forest was uh, really hot and uh, we could see a lot of animals. We, we, we saw tapirs, we saw toucans, slots. It's a fully enriched ecosystem, so they're all representatives of all the life. So yeah, there are frogs, uh, there are snakes, there are many more. And walking for the first time, we came to a stream or a little river 
and we couldn't tell a difference. It was just same. It was just green life. No matter where, if it's Costa Rica and Sumatra, you wouldn't tell where you are. <laughs> so this was an amazing moment. The Guanacaste area in Costa Rica, this national park, Santa Rosa and, and Guanacaste, and it's a totally different ecosystem. It's this dry forest, which is half of the year it's totally dry and half of the year it's, it's uh, super green and full of life. We were there in March and April, which was uh, somewhere in the middle. We, we saw it dry, but slowly thriving. So there are differences between all those forests and ecosystems, but what they have in common, it's just the beauty of the wilderness. It's something I can't describe or visualize. I put here some pictures so people might see, but it's uh, not the same. You need to have this experience so you can feel it. You, you can gain the energy from the ecosystem. And I think this is the most valuable and exclusive thing in this world. Because you can buy pretty much everything. You can have expensive cars, expensive here and there, everything. But this is something so fragile and so beautiful. It's purity. It's a pure life. You know, it's, a, it's pure life there. And if we destroy or let this destroy by our ignorance, we are just screwed. <laughs> and those are such good words of wisdom and inspiring words to live by. Elena Vendova, thank you so much for sharing your positive imprints with us regarding all of your journeys into nature. And just a reminder, justicefornature.org. Thank you again, Elena. Thank you so much. Thank you, Catherine. Your positive imprint. What's your PI? <laughs>